0: Let us pray, bread together on our knees. Let us pray, bread together on our knees. When I fall on my knees with my face to the rising sun, Oh Lord, have mercy on me. Welcome to The Bible Speaks with Audley McLean. The Bible Speaks is a weekly ministry of Harvest International. Our prayer is that The Bible Speaks will encourage you in your study of God's Word. You will be able to contact Audley at the address given at the end of this broadcast. And now, here's Audley. Today I want to share with you just a few thoughts on a fascinating chapter in the Bible. We're going to read John 21 one of the resurrection appearances of the Lord Jesus with his disciples. It's a story that every Bible-reading person would have read and perhaps intrigued by, challenged by, even questioned. So let's read from John's Gospel, Chapter 21. Before we do that, do join me in a word of prayer, that his word will speak to our hearts even without my commentary. Open your heart, open your mind. Allow God to speak in, through you. God delights to fellowship with his people. Back in the Garden of Eden, we realize that however it happened, the word tells us that God came to communicate, to fellowship with Adam and Eve. In the cool of the day. Whatever time of day it is for you today, may I urge you to ask God to speak through this record deep into your heart. Let's pray about it together. Loving Heavenly Father, let your word live to us. Cause that it might, by your Holy Spirit's operation, find a place in the minds of the hearts of all of us who read it together now and may it impact us to the extent where we will devote ourselves to you in the way that jesus was reaching after peter to do lord we pray for the ancillary things in our lives the money the sickness the circumstance lord all of these come in this listening group today this audience scattered as we are in different parts of the country and in countries over and away from us. Lord, you are there. Your word assures us that you are an omnipresent God, always there. But Lord, we worship you also because we know that you are an omniscient God. You know the needs of those who bow before you now. You are an omnipotent God. You can speak the answer into the lives of the people. You can produce the miracles that they need. And so we hand over to you today. Let your word live to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. John's Gospel, Chapter 21. Afterwards, Jesus appeared to Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore. But the disciples didn't realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, have you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of a large number of fish. When the disciples whom Jesus loved said to then the disciple whom jesus loved said to peter it is the lord he wrapped his outer garment around him for he had taken it off and jumped into the water the other disciples followed him in the boat towing the net of full of fish for they were not far from shore about a hundred yards when they landed they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it, and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Because Jesus asked him a third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. Very truly I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you were old you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify him. Then he said to him, follow me. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following. This was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper table. And that's why the one who had said that, rather. When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what's that to you? You must follow me. Because of this, the rumors spread abroad that the believers, among the believers, that this disciple wouldn't die. But Jesus didn't say that he wouldn't die. He only said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies of these things and who wrote them down. We know that his testimonies, Jesus did many other things. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have enough room for the books that would be written God bless the reading of his word, are many stories. We find the disciples who had made a pledge to Jesus to leave all and follow him, going out and doing a legitimate thing, a reasonable thing. It wasn't a sinful thing. But I believe there is a lesson underlying here. Because I believe that Jesus had other activity for them to engage in and to spread abroad the story of his glorious resurrection. But as if to send a message to you and to me, certainly to them, that if we go about life's business not consulting the Lord, we may come up empty. The thing that we know well to do may not produce as we expect it to. Jesus knew that they needed fish and bread. He knew their needs. But all that night, nothing happened. So that Jesus in the morning could illustrate again his deity and also his all-sufficient. I'm talking to some people today who've made a commitment to the Lord Jesus. Yes, you have. I know you have. And you mean it. And some of you promised the Lord Jesus that you would leave the secular world and go into missionary work or leadership in the local church. But you would do something different, something more specific. But the world has pulled you back, and you're back where you started. My friend, you're talking, you're listening to somebody who knew about that, who knows about that. And like these disciples, all night caught nothing, nothing, there came a time in my life when the spiritual productivity I ground to a halt because i sought other things than that for which i had committed myself to the lord of glory and so my friend i urge you to take a lesson all night they caught nothing at morning time it said that jesus was there i love that jesus didn't just abandon them he met them at their point of greatest need he found a teachable moment and used it for god's glory And your blessing. He had breakfast ready for them. My friend, it may be that you are in a spiritual whirlwind right now. Not knowing which way to go. But may I ask you to just stop, look, listen, and in these moments renew your vow to the Lord Jesus and he will show you the way. A friend of mine, I remember my friend Noel Aiken writing back to me when he left for Bible College up in Canada, he wrote back to me in Jamaica and he said, Lord Audley, it's a mouth, a hand-to-mouth existence. He was talking about his material needs. He didn't have very much money, had a part-time job to support him in school. And he said, my existence is a hand-to-mouth existence. His hand to my mouth. And I have lived to experience that. And when God does it, your mouth is going to be full. My friend, if you are in that situation today and you promised God to accomplish this task or that task, to pursue this pathway or that pathway, but you've been caught up in your own little world, stop right now. Jesus wants to show you a catch on the other side of the boat, open your life to him and allow him to do that. I was hoping to get to Jesus' challenge to Peter after they had breakfast. Jesus asked him, Peter, do you love me? But this deserves more time than today allows. So God willing, next week, I'll talk more about what happened here in John 21, after they came ashore and Jesus spoke to Peter. Between now and then, would you take time and read John 21 and look at the verses in which Jesus asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? And develop some thoughts of your own. I will talk about that next week. Till then, may God make you fruitful, effective, productive, all for His glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I've wandered far away from God. This program is cared for by listeners who care. Your prayers and financial investment in this ministry helps to keep the good news on the air. We look forward to hearing from you and invite you to write us at Harvest International. Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Again, that's Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Coming home, coming home next.